Welcome to Get It Done Entrepreneurs, where we talk with founders of companies who bet on themselves and won. My name is Rich Lebrun, and I am the founder and CEO of Lebrun Advisory Group. You can find us at rlebrun.com. Our mission is to help our clients build wealth through business ownership. Stick around to the end of the show and we'll reveal how you can be our next guest. My special guest today is Jen Duplessis. She is founder of Kinetic Spark Consulting, LLC. Jen works with high achieving leaders and entrepreneurs earning six figures and who are looking to up their game to reach seven figures a year. That's her specialty. Through her masterminds and private advisory, she dramatically improves leadership skills to build powerful teams that enable multiple results in record time while designing a balanced and exciting personal life. She has been in the financial service industries for over four decades, was listed in the top 200 nationally ranked mortgage originators and funded over $1 billion in mortgage loans. She is a 14X number one Amazon best-selling author. She's got a new book called Tell Me I Can't, which we'll get a chance to talk about. She also has two top podcasts and is producer and host of her own TV show called Tell Me I Can't. As a leadership advisor and mentor, she's relied on by top brands and companies to assist with her proprietary techniques to create powerful teams, align priorities, and time management, accelerate business relationships rapidly scale up business systems, increase sales, systematize leadership and management, and all while, all while, excuse me, creating leaders, having giving them a luxury life. She is a charismatic speaker, having shared stages with such icons as Tony Robbins, Les Brown, Darren Hardy, Jeff Hoffman, Sharon Lecter, and many more. Jen believes that entrepreneurs can live their legacy while building it. And it's time to break free from the daily grind with strong leadership skills and powerful teams. Stop working in and on your business. Start working above and beyond your business. It's time to get life back. Jen also has an upcoming event called Cracking the Code in September, which Jen will get a chance to talk more about that on the show here. With all that said, Jen, welcome. Thank you. I am so delighted to be here. And I thank you so much for having me, Rich. Well, it's, it's a pleasure. I'm looking forward to this call as well, learning about you and your story. And that's really, really where we want to start. Our listeners are really trying to figure out what is it about a CEO, owner, founder? What's that secret sauce? So when they, If you can go back to when you started your company, maybe why you started it. Uh, some do people do it voluntarily. Some people do it involuntarily. Um, they, go through a, they go through a mindset, right? And then yeah. ultimately they decide, okay, I'm going all in. So yeah. with that in mind, Chen, tell us your story. Yeah. Well, I thank you so much for allowing me to share my story. Yeah, I want to go uh, way back. I'll do a, the short version of it, and then I'll bring that forward into how you know this particular business has been started. I actually own four businesses, um, but I was... Uh, I am still one of 36 first cousins and all of us had nicknames. Mine happened to be Jenny who ain't got a penny. And because I came from a family of my father was an alcoholic. My mom was a verbal abuser. Um, you know, my uncle told me, you know, Jenny, you're going to amount to nothing. You're going to be just like your dad, an alcoholic. You're going to be a verbal abuser. You're not going to make any money. You're just not going to make it. 
And um, there was a, a trigger event that happened in our lives. And I said, you know what, I'm done. I'm, I didn't quite understand it, obviously, when I was young. But um, late, when this trigger event happened, you know, I said, uh, that's it, I'm going to prove to everybody, I'm not going to be like that. So I set out in my entire life, you know, in, in high school and school and high school and college, you know, and what I pursued. And, in, and then I moved it into my mortgage business that I had, you know, or being in the mortgage business for so many years, just this life of proving until one night I happened to be at dinner in air quotes, if you're not watching us <laughs> dinner with my family and as entrepreneurs, you know how that is, you go to dinner and then you get a phone call. And of course your client's more important. So you hop up and you go and you have the phone call. And as I was walking outside on the concrete balance beam, chatting with this client, I happened to look over into the window of the restaurant and there my family was enjoying themselves, laughing, creating these beautiful memories, but I was never in them, you know, whether we were on vacation or I was coming up with an excuse as to why I didn't show up on time for an event that the kids were doing, you know, um, and that was the second trigger that, that I said, there has to be a better way. Now, at that time, I was doing $50 million a year in loan production. And so I was in the top 1%. Mm -hmm. um, but I was like, there's got to be a better way. Somebody's There's got to be a code for this. And so what I ended up doing was setting out to crack the code. That's why my event is called Cracking the Code. But to figure out, I just, I want to do 50 million, but I don't want to work so hard to do it. So what is the code? How can I do this? And to my surprise, um, I, Two, three years later, after I developed this, worked on it, I realized that there was no one else who was going to come up with it for me. I had to do it myself. Not only was I working four days a week, but I was doing 100 million in production. So I had found a way to double my production in less time. And that wasn't even the goal. Amazing. It was just, it's sort of like sticky notes, right? The, yeah. It's an accident, right? So, so uh, you know, when I did that, then... I became, you know, in the top 200 loan officers in the country. And at that time, there were 785,000 loan officers. So everyone started calling me, how'd you do it? How'd you do it? What's your secret? All this. And I started being pulled and saying, well, you know, maybe I need to start a little company here to coach people, <laughs> right? And that's actually where my podcast, Mortgage Lending Mastery, came from as well, is how can I answer all these questions and not have to have so much of my brain being picked all day long, Right. And um, so that's really where this started. It, you know, I, st I created the company uh, in 2013 um, and, uh, you know, double dipped for a while. So it was a side gig. And um, now here we are, you know, in 2022 and it's, it's my main company. You know, I, I'm always, I always love these stories. As I said before in the show or before the show, sometimes people get in their own business voluntarily or involuntarily. Or you have a great motivator. And, uh, yeah. you know, I'm sorry about the story of your growing up, but it ended up being a great motivator for you. Yeah. And, uh, and you, uh, you carved out your own life for yourself. So, and yeah. here you are. Here you are, proof to show that, that you could do that. Yeah. Um, great story. Great story. And, uh, and I, can, I can just feel the enthusiasm and commitment to, to growth. And I can see how that carries over to your clients. Looking back, though, is there anything you had done differently? Um. You know, in starting the business, uh, yeah, I mean, there's, it's funny because I wouldn't do some something different in how I started it, but what I would do differently is what happened four years ago. And that's when 
you know, I had made the decision for those, you know, who are listening in here that are still at work and, you know, trying to figure out, should I do a side hustle? Should I leave my, my job and go to, you know, be an entrepreneur? Um, you know, I was standing on these two boats, sort of balancing them all the time. You know, I had a thriving business and I had a business that was becoming something I knew it. I knew at a certain point, I guess it was maybe, you know, eight years ago or so that I did not want to be in the mortgage business forever. And I mm. knew that I wanted to exit on my terms. And that was critical for me. So, so one was I wanted to exit by a certain age and that was 55. I wanted to be out of the business at the age of 55. And I certainly, and I thought if I didn't get out at 55, I was not going to say that I was in the business for 40 years. So one of the two had to happen. The other thing that had to happen was I was very close to funding a billion dollars. So uh, May, I think it was 22nd, 2019. So May 18th, I funded a loan that took me over a billion dollars. And that following Monday on May 22nd, I resigned and I left the business because I had accomplished everything. I had accomplished a billion dollars. I didn't want to say I was in it for a period of time and I, of my age, right. I knew what my, I was 54 at the time. So I mm-hmm. said, you know, I've accomplished what I want. I'm ready to go on my terms. My business was growing on this side. Um, my side at that time, my side gig was growing exponentially that, um, you know, I had to, and one of them would have to be sacrificed. I couldn't do both well. Yeah. And that's when I made the choice. Now, when I made that decision, what would have I have done differently in the last four years? One of the stra- one of the things that frustrates me so much about small business owners generally is that there is not a template for becoming a small business owner. We are so excited. We think we need our website. We need cards, right? Maybe business cards are now a digital card. We think we need X, Y, and Z. And, and you know, it's all these shiny objects that we get presented with. And they're out of sequence. And as an engineer, I'm a very sequence-oriented person. So, um, you know, yes, I need that, but I don't need it for another year and a half. Yes, I need that, but I only need it when I have new employees, right? And mm-hmm. so the sequencing is is something, and there's not a coach that I know of in, in our world who, who sequences ownership. Mm-hmm. Even now, I, I don't know anybody who does that. So I think how I would have cha- how I would have done things is I wouldn't have jumped into what I think I need. I would have got uh, I would have gone out and found a mentor immediately. And and this is right. I think a challenge with with uh, business owners is that they say they think well they're too expensive, and I'm not ready yet. And <laughs> You think it's expensive not having a mentor try, I mean, or having a mentor try not having a mentor. I've spent a little over $200,000 on products, programs, coaching, things that I thought I needed. And yes, I gained from everything, but the the sequencing was not right. I would have gained so much more if I had waited and engaged with maybe somebody later on, or maybe engaged with someone else sooner. You know, I love that analogy. I ha- I could probably put a desk drawer out here of so many ideas, plans that I've invested in, and timing wasn't right. And, and, yeah. and you know, you, you're kind of focused for the moment, and you want to put it in that, put it into that sequence, and it doesn't fit. 
So you yeah. put it in the drawer and it's money wasted, time wasted, rather than have a little bit better plan and sequence to it. I love, I love yeah. that thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to dive into a little question here. You mentioned you were 55. Okay. I was. I mean, you, uh, yeah. <laughs> no I wish I was. I was going to give you a benefit. When I graduated, yeah, when I graduated to my new job, my new uh, career. Right, right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, fair enough. But right, you were 55 at one yeah. time. Yeah. I'm 68 just for my audience here, yeah. just so you know, we'll just full disclosure, full disclosure here. Uh, a lot of my clients are in this 45-65 window. Yeah, okay? yeah. And, and it's a good news, bad news story. Good news yeah. is they're they're later in life. Uh, they're on their way. They maybe you know have some. Thing, I, 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 yeah. yeah, and here you are. Here you are. You pivot, okay. Yeah. And so talk about that. I mean, you, you kind of took you just demystifies age, right? You know, right. You talk about sequencing. Is there an age when you should stop, not do this, or is, or is that irrelevant? I really do think it's irrelevant. I think that you know we should all be. Um, looking forward all the time, you know, and that's why I say live your legacy while you're building it. Um, Because we have a tendency to just, even though, you know, all of us in this age dynamic, we look back on our parents and we think, gosh, how did they have, they had a job for, you know, 40 years and then they left that job and they were retired. Right. And then they could enjoy life. And we're not like that. We want to enjoy life now. And I see so many people doing the, you know, when that happens with, you know, when, when, or um, if this happens, when that happens, then I will. And I'm, I'm really of the thought, you know, we should live our legacy while we're building it, which means our legacy needs to be in the forefront all the time is what does it look like? So if you're 45 and you say, well, I've got another 10 years of my career, well, that's great. But when 10 years hits and then you start building your entrepreneurship or your next, you know, event in your life, if that's what you choose to do, because now we're all working, we have five generations working right now. We're all working longer um, because we're just enjoying life, right? Um, You can't get to that 10th year and then say, now I'm going to build it. So you Mm -hmm. have to be doing some forward thinking. Um, But I think you will know when you're ready to go because, oh, that's good. You'll know when you're ready to go because um, I love lending and I coach loan officers, right? They're they're some of the people that I coach. I still love it. I just didn't want to do what I was doing in it. There was nowhere else I wanted to go in that space. I'd already owned a business, a mortgage company. I had already been top producer everywhere I went. I achieved all this massive success, you know, speaking on stages and, um, you know, financially, the monetization of it. I achieved all that. And there was nothing else for me to do in that industry that would, you know, stir me up light a fire under me. So I think, you know, when you know. Yeah, I, I think there is, there is that. And I, I think it works for people in corporate America and also people own a business. You know, this, this yeah. economy is moving so quick. You got to pivot, you got to adjust. And sometimes you go, well, I'm 55 or 60 and I don't want to pivot or adjust. You know, the, the world has a way of forcing you into different pathways yeah. sometimes whether you like yeah. it or not. And you have to, I think you always have to have to keep that in yeah. the forefront. Well, and I I can tell you, you know, I mean, I've got some very powerful friends um, who, you know, own companies like UGG, Boots, Mm -hmm. Constant Contact, Priceline, Booking.com, right? These are, these are my friends. And one of them's my mentor. And, uh, you know, they're all in their late to mid 60s. One of them is in his 70s, and he is reinventing himself all the time. 
yeah. all the time that, yeah, the founder of um, Ugg Boots, you know, he no longer is involved with Ugg Boots, but he, I think he probably gets something, but, you know, um, but he's totally reinventing himself. And yet I think he's 73. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, I want to take a little pause, a little commercial break per se. Uh, you wrote a book. Okay. And yeah. I love it. tell me I can't, and I know you have a pr- uh, show that. Yep. That. I got it here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For people who get a chance to see the visual, it is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in my family, uh, we always said you, we take the word can't out of our vocabulary. Yeah. So when I yeah. saw that, I go, I just want to hear about this. So <laughs> do me a favor. Tell me, uh, tell me about the book, what yeah. caused you to write it and maybe uh, how people can find it. So do a little commercial break here for you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. You know, actually the book was secondary to the show. Um, I was approached by uh, Sir James Dentley. He's um, Les Brown's best friend (laughs) for everybody who wants to know. Uh, Sir James Dentley, and he has a a network called JD3 TV, um, a network, and uh, it's part of um, iHeartRadio now. The iHeartRadio has brought all of their um, listeners over to the the network. I'm actually on three or four different networks. We're syndicated I can't even tell you, we have 500,000 downloads a week. It's just amazing. But um, we we were trying to think what what kind of show I wanted to do. He was putting out this show as a, um, you know, I think a, a, a virtual podcasting show because a lot of the, the hosts that were coming on were just doing what we're doing right here. And I'm thinking, mm-hmm. well, gosh, I've already done that for nine years on one podcast, three years on another podcast. I don't want to regurgitate the same thing. And I'm already syndicated in 85 different places for my podcast. So what could I do? And he said, well, let's do a show show. Let's come have you bring into the studio. We'll do a talk show, the whole thing. And we didn't know what it was going to be called. And just through, you know, um, you know, wondering and pondering the process of just discussing it. And I wanted to do a book another book. And I was talking to my publisher and he said, you know, almost every other word that comes out of your mouth is don't tell me I can't do that. There's a way to do it. We can do it. Like get out of my way, watch what I do. I'm going to show you, I'm going to prove to you. And he said, you know, I think that's what we should call the show. And, um, you know, the guy who created it, he was the first guy who, uh, was, um, part of, uh, net, not Netflix, but HBO. Remember when HBO used to do, you know, pay-per-view boxing oh, yeah. and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then he, and yeah. then they changed it where it was just watch it, you know, and then come yeah. to an event and he created all that. And so he was my producer when we first started. And so we thought, okay, well, we'll do a book on it. And I said, well, you know, I really don't want to do um, a nonfiction book. I wanted to do a fiction book. So this book is actually a book. It's a, it's for women. Now men can read it. it I get uh-huh. it. It's men can read it. But if you've ever, if you're a man and you've ever sat there with your wife and watched Hallmark movies at Christmas time and all that stuff, this was specifically written for Hallmark. And we are in the midst of um, writing the screenplay right now. And um so, but what's cool about this and all the characters, and you guys are all getting some insight that you would never know. In the yeah. book, but all of the characters are named after my family members. Um, so Anna, who is the main character, uh, she's me really, you know, but she's my, she's one of my grandkids and it was random. We pulled out the names out of a hat. Yeah. Um, and Anna, you know, it's all of her thought processes on being, you know, going to a, a town in Colorado and revitalizing the town because they'd been affected by COVID and, you know, all of this stuff. And and uh, her thought process are all the things I told myself, like, am I good enough? Maybe I'm not smart enough. Maybe I can't do it all the way to the success of 
oh yeah, I can, and you better get out of my way. So now we have the TV show for that same name, and we explore those stories of other people who were told they can't and have succeeded. You know, I, I love that. In fact, this whole podcast is called Get It Done Entrepreneurs. I want to catch that, you know, the people went all in because they have had naysayers in their life. They have been oh, told, yeah. whether it's parents or friends or relatives or spouses, you can't, you can't do this or whatever. And they did. Yeah. And, I, and I love the story. So to our listeners, I definitely uh, get on that show, get a chance to listen to the show and, and get yeah. the book, get the book as well. Man, yeah. buy that and book. And you can find wife. it everywhere. It's on Apple, Apple TV. It's on Amazon Prime, um, you know, whatever the Amazon Prime video thing is. Yeah. I can't think of it. Maybe it's just called Amazon Video, <laughs> Amazon Video. Yeah. It's on Comcast. Um, yeah, it's all over the place. It's all over the place. Fantastic. Yeah. I'm going to switch gears on you now, okay? It kind of fits into this tell me I can't theory uh, or thought process. You know, we are facing some tremendous headwinds, you know, and, and you've been in business for a while. You've, you've gone through recessions by 2000, 2007, eight, you know. 1980 today, something, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But today we got a mixture of a bag of goods, you know, labor, supply chain, war, pandemic, a recession. Okay, so. Here's my question. Is this time to grow, time to run? How do you how are you navigating this unique yeah. headwind today? Yeah. Well, you know, as I said before, it's time to go to grow or it's time to go, right? It's um, I feel that is definitely the time to grow. In fact, uh, you know, I every year I have a buzzword for myself, you know, maybe curiosity or uh don't be a yes woman. <laughs> That was okay. one year I was like, stop saying yes to everybody. <laughs> um, you know, so I always have, I have a word um, this year, my um, word is wealth. Okay. And it's a wealth of knowledge that I'm focused on. And because I'm an avid reader, I'm, a, you know, author and I'm definitely mm -hmm. a reader. Um, every book that I'm reading this year is specific to wealth creation. And it's specific to, you know, we have an issue with financial literacy in our right in our, our world and in our nation we have a, a an issue with financial literacy people, most people don't understand what's going on and i'm thankful that i was raised in this financial industry um so i understand exactly what's happening from an economic standpoint but when people do have financial literacy it's the application of it that's a problem and so we don't have financial health mm. right and so this year uh before all of this was happening that we're experiencing right now as we're recording this, you know, every single book that I have is about creating wealth. It's uh, rich dad, poor dad, which is, you know, written by my, my dear friend, um, Sharon Lecter, right. She wrote, she wrote that most people don't know that they think Robert did and he did not. Right. He's just the, the face. Um, but revisiting that think or grow rich, uh, the millionaire next door, Grant Cardone's books. Um, you know, every book that I can get my hands on about financial wealth, as well as a wealth of knowledge in the economic sector. So I have spent a lot of time learning that. So my recommendation, what I'm telling my coaching clients and those that are in my mastermind is this is game on, level up your knowledge as a whole as to even reading a PL correctly, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Everything. Yeah. yeah, it is it is ramping up your knowledge. So what I'm finding is that because I have an awakening of peripheral knowledge of finance and of corporations and of growing relationships, 
I'm finding opportunities left, right, and sideways right now. And I, yeah, I love that. You know, I've, I've heard people say, you know, knowledge helps you overcome fear. And mm -hmm. uh, but I like yeah. what you said by putting you out there in the world and reading as much as you can, the more knowledge is giving you a better eye for opportunity. Right? Yeah. Yeah. No question. Yeah. That's yeah. well said. Well said. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what's happening. And so it's opened my eyes up. It's sort of like, you know, the fog is lifted. I um, mean, it's like the COVID fog, right? Or the COVID cocoon that we all came out of the cocoon and then we all had this, fo this fog around us. And this is just making the fog, you know, dissipate. And I'm getting really, really clear on what I want, what I don't want, who I want to work with, who I don't want to work with, where I want each of my companies to go over the next five and 10 years. You know, I'm really expanding that time. And also I'm, I'm focusing a lot of my uh, income on uh, not conserving, but reinvesting. I'm no longer saving anymore, <laughs> saving for some rainy, rainy day. I think that's a myth that people don't understand. I'm just, I'm not saving. I'm saving long enough to invest so that my passive income continues to grow so that I never have to have an emergency basket that people talk yeah. about all the time because the passive income is the basket. And um, yeah, so I'm, I'm really just changing up a lot of my thinking, uh, you know, in business and in wealth. It's so refreshing to hear. And, I, and it's the first time I really heard, heard someone put in those terminology that you're not saving, you're investing. This is the, yeah. this, I can see people this time hunkering down and gathering and hoarding and, you know, heaven forbid. Yeah, it's doing nothing gonna be, for you. <laughs> it's going to be nothing for you. All you're going to be is end up with the same resources you had when, when this whole thing passes. Whereas yeah. other people are jumping out there, learning, growing, pivoting, adjusting, and taking advantage of these opportunities. Yeah. I love that. I love that thought process. Um, so let me ask you a question. So tell us about this uh, crack the code. Is this is still open for people to attend, or is it a closed? Yeah, session? absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And we can put that. We'll put the link in the in the show notes for everybody. Yeah. But yeah, you can go to the the top and get registered. This particular event is September 13th, 14th, and 15th. It's virtual. It's a half day every day. So I'm not, you know, keeping you from nine to nine like we normally do. <laughs> and then we have another in-person version of it in November here in Northern Virginia, right by Washington Dulles Airport um, that we'll do uh, November 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. And that in-person uh, will be from nine to nine. So that's going to be a long day. But uh, so we're, we're excited about doing this. But cracking, you know, cracking the code is all about the five principles that I have uh, that I learned and I perfected uh, and I apply to every single one of my businesses to uh, do less but gain more by doing more client attraction. And this is what I was trying to accomplish when I was walking on that concrete ballast beam is how do I crack the code to be able to do more without working so doggone hard? It's not about the hours you put in. We mm -hmm. have, we have, you know, limited energy, right? We definitely have limited energy as a human being, but time is limitless. And mm -hmm. I think people think that they have to work more hours to get more output. And that is not the case. We want to retract those hours, hire a team. This is why team building is my, my, um, you know, forte want to hire the team because for example, you know, I have X, I'm not, I don't know what the exact number is right now, but let's say I have 10 people on my team 
and each of them are working 40 hours a week. That's 400 hours plus my 40 hours. So right. every week, my output is 440 hours, not my personal time, right? Mm -hmm. My infinite, I don't have infinite energy. I'm only working 40 hours, but because I'm hiring this team and I've figured out, you know, how to attract clients to create more revenue for us and this world-class team and this powerful team is creating a great client experience. Um, the output is 420 hours a week. Great perspective. And I don't think that yeah. people understand that. First and time so I've heard time it. First time have, yeah, first time I've heard someone put in that perspective. I love it. Yeah, time Great. is limitless. Yeah, you have yeah. limited time. Just hire more people and you have all the time in the world. Yeah, well, what could you do with 440 hours? I mean, that's, that's well, that's the thing thought. is it, if yeah. you and people are saying, well, you know, I don't want to hire anybody because they're too expensive and I, I'm not big enough yet. And this, that and the other, you've got to hire them. It's too expensive not to. <laughs> yeah, love it. All right. Before, as we close out here, Jen, uh, tell us who your customer is, is for our mm -hmm. listeners and see if they are someone to be interested in your service and uh, tell, tell them how the best way to get a hold of you. Yeah, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Yeah, so so my ideal client is someone who's making 250000 or more per year. They're in six figures and they're trying to figure out how to go to seven or they're in seven and they're trying to go to eight, right? Those are, those are my ideal clients. That's who I, I love helping people get unstuck who are feeling overwhelmed and, and, you know, take the leap. And there's five different areas that we work on with them. So that's my ideal deal client. And we have, um, and so how I work with clients is through my mastermind. So I have a mastermind called make your mark, hmm. go right. make your mark in the world, right? Make your go. mark, uh, through the mastermind. And we do mentoring through that mastermind, um, and that, that's really the ideal client for that. And so we have some zoom meetings and we have some in-persons, we do this beautiful, um, exotic retreat as part of it as well, because I believe that mindset plus the mechanics is where the momentum happens. Um, so that's where we, where we do that for those who are not at that level. Um, I definitely have some programs to help them get to that level, uh, but it doesn't involve as much of me. Um, very few people, uh, are privately coached by me these days because it, I'm going to be honest, it's very expensive because I, yeah. it's my time. Um, and then the best way for people to get a hold of me is to simply text the word Jen, J E N. I'm a one N Jen, one <laughs> Jen, N Jen to two, six, seven, eight, six. If they just text Jen to two, six, seven, eight, six, um, they'll receive an ebook. Um, my first book called launch, how to take your business to new heights. And uh, then we'll connect that way and we'll invite them to come to a uh, webinar so they can learn a little bit more about me and see, you know, if there's a place for us to work together. So let me clarify. So definitely business owners who are at that. Uh, yep. Entrepreneurs, sales manager. Yeah. Thank you for bringing that up. I thought about that as I was doing it. Yeah. Sales managers, corporations who have management teams. I'm really, really strong in management. That's part of mm -hmm. the team building process. Uh, team leaders who have salespeople, salespeople generally. Yeah. All of the, anybody who wants to go higher than where they're at and they know that they need to uh, step out of their own way to do it. Well, Jen, I can't tell you on behalf of, I mean, I can tell you on behalf of our listeners, thank you for taking time. I know you're a busy person. you got a lot of irons in the fire, companies to run, and here you are spending uh, this time with us and sharing your wisdom. So again, we are uh, extremely grateful for you to do that. 
with that said, well, this podcast will be on all podcast platforms here in a couple of weeks. And uh, you know how to get a hold of Jen. And Jen, I wish you the best. And thank you for taking time today. Well, thank you so much, Rich. I really appreciate what you're doing. I love that you're sharing this message with so many people that want to you know, make their mark in the world, right? They want to make their own mark in the world. And you are helping them be able to realize that dream. Well, thanks. Thanks. I really love doing, getting a chance to meet people like you and being part of the, part of the solution. So have a great day, Jen, and we'll talk again. Rich LeBron here. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast, Get It Done Entrepreneurs. If you are a successful business owner who would like to be on this program, please visit us at rlebrun.com forward slash podcast and fill out the form and we will reach out to you. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show. Include the hashtag GetItDoneEntrepreneurs. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, rlebrun.com, or follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. Thanks for listening. We will see you next time.